Hello, and welcome back to We Read It One Night, the podcast where you listen to two sisters go on a lot of tangents and talk for hours about our favorite romance novels. Today, we're wrapping up The Kiss Quotient by Helen Huang. Secrets will be revealed, teddy bears will be given, and fantasies will be had. Enjoy the show. Listen, I have some bad news. So, you know how a few days ago my AirPods went through a tumble in the washing machine? Yes. But then I dried them out and everything seemed to be fine and like everyone on the, on the internet, like, you know, this has happened to millions of other people and it's all fine. Well, it's about seems to tell like, me that they're not fine. It seems like I don't know I don't know for sure, but it seems like the battery has been affected. Like I feel like they've been dying a lot faster. And today, like both headphones died. Like, you know, the, the ding and, like, disconnect sound. But then when I put them back in, it said, like, one of them was at, like, you know, low. It was, like, 5% or whatever. But the other one was at 61%, so allegedly. So I don't know mm-hmm. why it, like, also died. Uh, speaking of um, technology, this is, only, this is like, not at all related, but I wanted to share this story. So we went to Shenandoah. I went to Shenandoah National Park, did a little road trip over the weekend. And... Um, on the way back there was like a traffic jam and you know how like sometimes you like make eye contact with people you know when you're in traffic there was this (laughs) there was this one guy who allegedly is like in his 20s but he looked like he was like 16 and he was like in in the back of like a you know suburban you know like yeah yeah and he he kept making eye contact with uh, jenna my friend jenna who's sitting in the front seat um and Jenna kept like making eye contact back just like as a joke and then he like started like winking and like smiling and then eventually he like wrote down his number on a (laughs) on a napkin and like this was like at the trap and he was like trying to hold it out the window and like this was after the traffic had moved so Jenna was like I don't know how you want me to get that and then eventually he just pressed it up the window and I like took a picture of it like as we drove by and then we spent the rest of the trip texting (laughs) nice Love that. He's from um Honduras. His name is Anthony. Mm, how appropriate. We thought his mom was driving the car, but now we suspect it was an Uber. <laughs> wow, nice. <laughs> in the park? An Uber in the park? No, this was on the highway back home. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, so he's We're loaded like then. He can, he's going to hire like a – private uber in the car. no okay the no park. we were outside it was it was a real just like a real treat nice a real love treat that. love that for you hope you're doing well anthony i looked him up he may or may not be like a like a professional skateboarder in a past life like as a kid <laughs> and like now he's like given in like honduras or something i don't They're know professional child skateboarders I what an know. appropriate name for this week's for bridgerton Anyway, speaking of unconventional ways of meeting people, let's we're going to talk about part two of The Kiss Quotient by Helen Hong, in which two people meet each other through an escort service, which, you know, my story and this story like worked out like it turned turned out, you know, nothing bad happened. um, But I would not recommend everyone else (laughs) (laughs) doing either of those just to did you think about the fact that like Omegle and like chat roulette were like a thing? And yeah, yeah, no. Well, that's what Jenna was. Jenna was like, she's like, I feel like I'm on like chat roulette in real life. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm back <laughs> in like middle school on chat roulette. It's like, what's the opposite of like virtual? Like, it's like IR, like you know, IRL. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's very. <laughs> we nice. were LARPing chat roulette. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Live yeah. action yeah, role play. Yeah, 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 I get it. I, get it, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were saying for a second that you used to go on chat roulette and like, LARP. no. Oh, well, oh, no, no, no. I mean, I did, I have been on chat roulette. That's like the middle school LARP. sleepover state. Yeah. But not. One of my LARPing. friends in high school like met this guy. She met on chat roulette at a mall like 50 minutes away from here. What? I know. Why? We were all like, you're literally going to get murdered. It turned out okay, but I don't know. That's terrifying. I don't like that. I no, would not. I didn't. I didn't That's like not it you. Chat roulette. You just like skip through. You're twelve. Yeah. Oh yeah. You see a lot of dicks before yeah. you're ready for them. Yep. That's just how it works. Do mm-hmm. not recommend. Nope. Hard, for any age. Hard pass on that. Yep. And if you're twelve listening to this, I mean, I can't judge you. I was fucking googling Lillian James smut at the age of twelve. So like, welcome. <laughs> I hope that this can like lead you into healthy sexuality far away from chat roulette (laughs) yeah don't far far away from chat roulette and omega we keep saying this we've said it so many times now (laughs) like we're like advertising yeah (laughs) that's o m (laughs) omega (laughs) you would think it'd be spelled like bagel but it's not (laughs) omega omega one might one might say omega omega yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) anyway so we left off the kiss quotient last time michael finally put his two brain cells together another connection me as a middle schooler only have having two brain cells and that's why me and my friends were going on chat roulette michael has just figured out that um stella is autistic and uh we ended up on a little bit of a cliffhanger last time so welcome to part two um so so he goes to her office yeah um to apologize and he apologizes to her as well he's like i'm sorry like i should have realized that it was being like it was too much for you like i should have like not just like thrown you into that like i should have like prepped you about meeting my family and like that was bad of me to do and it was it's very lovely and then he's like did you eat yet and then she was mm. like, she's like, yeah, I did. Like, I just ate something upstairs in my office. And like, listener, it was a chocolate protein bar. <laughs> and it was like one bite of a chocolate protein bar. And then Michael kisses her and he was like, did you eat candy? And she's like, <laughs> no. And he's like, we're going to go get dinner. Like, I'm going to go. We're going to go feed you right now. <laughs> yeah. And he does. And he makes sure she eats. And I love yeah, that. He takes her back love- to his house. Yeah. So they go. They They go. He like drives her car. I think he like. Or they're in his car and he buckles her in. And I was just like noting how it's like when Edward Cullen does this to Bella, it's creepy. But like when Michael does it, I'm like, oh, like he's concerned for her safety. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's just a big difference. Like Michael keeps doing things that Eddie boy like gets so much shit for and rightfully so. But it's just like, okay, <laughs> when when Michael does them. Um, Stella also has sweaty hands. I would just like to point that oh, out. Yeah, like she does. She, she constantly, Michael's constantly like, oh, I love her sweaty hands. Like her hands are so sweaty, but I love yeah, them I anyway. Things, no, yeah. He doesn't say like, he's not like, oh, I love her sweaty hands. But he's like, I like, hold, like even though her hands are sweaty, like I love holding well, she, yeah, he keeps reassuring her. She'll, she'll be like, oh, I'm gross. I'll go like shower. And he's like, no, you're fine. <laughs> My hands get sweaty when I watch people like climb high things on oh, TV yeah, no, or like no. do anything stressful. It's terrible. Yeah. So they go to pick up food at his mom's house. Yeah. Well, they go to eat dinner. And so, okay. So it, it took such a long time for her to actually eat from the time 
for some reason this like got to me. I was like, he's saying he's going to feed you. <laughs> it's like probably like 6 p.m. when he says that. And it's like 9 p.m. when they finally eat. But in the meantime, she gets a little bit of an appetizer because she's sitting with the mom and grandma. And okay, she specifically like – they were peeling grapefruit in a way I'd never seen it peeled. And when I ate it, it didn't <laughs> taste bitter at all. And I was like, what? And this sparked a whole thing today with uh, the usual – yeah, with like – realizing that apparently grapefruit isn't bitter to everyone there's like a gene that's in like some people of european descent that makes it like really bitter and that because i always thought the people like it's like cilantro like some people think it tastes like yeah yeah and i i literally always thought that grapefruit was one of those things that people like they would say they liked it only because they thought it was like quote-unquote healthy you know they'd be like oh i just it's like people who are like oh my favorite food is celery like you know that kind of thing that's what i thought was grapefruit but no apparently it just tastes good to some people i can't fucking believe it so here i was feeling guilty about like not liking grapefruit when meanwhile it's just like it's not even a sacrifice for it's not even healthy by the way it interferes with a long list of medications like lot like common medications like anxiety medications cholesterol high blood pressure Possibly birth control, antibiotics, antihistamines, allergy medications. Anyway, um, I think it, I think it's not birth control. I think it's like Plan B, like it counteracts no, 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 Plan I think B or something. Yeah, I think the birth control actually isn't that backed up by science. It's just that it might possibly like slightly increase your estrogen levels or something like that. Yeah, but yeah, it's whatever. fucked up. But I am intrigued by the peeling the membrane because I think because I wasn't sure what that meant, like peeling it in a way she'd never seen. But then someone commented like, "Oh, it's like peel. Try peeling the mem- all the membrane off, and it'll taste better." Like gets rid of the bitterness, so I'm intrigued now. Yeah. Like, I want to try it, but I'm I'm not that confident. Like I just think that yeah, it tastes like Grape literal bile. Big. It is like, like I bile. Don't know whether to I want to get a whole grapefruit, and even like I know some people yeah. are like, oh, just put a little sugar on it, and or I'm like, salt. no, that doesn't help. It just tastes like sweet bile. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, Stella puts salt. Yeah, Stella puts salt. She doesn't. Like, her, they're like, oh, you want to put some salt on? She it. doesn't do it, but yeah. yeah. Which I guess is like tequila and it's like a tree, you know? Yeah, exactly. It cuts the, But it doesn't. It just tastes like like when you're throwing up and there's no food left in your stomach and it's just bile. That's what it tastes like. Yes. But so she's like, oh, it takes them so long to like peel it. it looks, it's such hard work. So she's like, I only want to eat two. She only eats two slices. She's like, I can't eat a lot. So then the sister Janie comes in and starts like scarving it down and Stella's like, oh, does she not realize how long it takes to clean it? And I'm like, this is such a typical like younger sibling <laughs> move. Like this is so – like I just – I. I can't even think of an exact example, but I feel like this has happened so many times that I can think back of just like this like thing that it takes so long to make and it's supposed to be like everyone gets one and then Stefan comes home and just like eats the entire thing. Like not with no, not even a thought in his head. He's just like, of course, let me eat a hundred percent of this thing. (laughs) He just I mean that happened like literally last week. Like I came out to dinner like five minutes later than everybody else. Stefan had already scampered and like I go to certain you like take the rest of the mashed potatoes and I was like oh I didn't get any and you were like oh and it was because Stefan ate 75% of the mashed potatoes and the rest had to be split between five people. (laughs) It's just so baffling to me because I feel like we were somehow like raised in a different household where like you know a little bit of the food always gets left because everyone's like we have like a word it's called the, the stramotuliak and it means like the shameful like last bit like you can't take it without like <laughs> asking everyone at the table 16 times if they want it but no but see I guess but Stefan doesn't take I guess he also doesn't take the last bit it's that he takes he just takes the first 90 percent it's the only thing it's left that people everyone else. give him it first they're like oh Stefan right. serve yourself first and take more and more yeah I just don't understand and he just like, like takes as much as he wants I just don't yeah. understand is it because he's a man? Is it because he's the youngest sibling? Is it both? I think it's the yeah. I mean, actually, the only other person I can think of who's like that is both of those things also. So it's impossible to figure it out from just yeah. the small sample size. But let us know. 
Not everyone yeah. has that type of person in their life who like, yeah. isn't afraid to just like take whatever. So like, let us know, listeners. Like, who yeah. who is that for you? Who the person who's you? up there at the buffet getting thirds before some people have had their firsts. That's the kind well, of thing. No, that's no, no, no. Lesson. The buffet, the buffet uh. is different because it's a buffet. No, you know but like I mean? it's, no, but I'm talking about the kind of thing where like it's like a camp, like a camp, like a group setting. You're going table oh, it's by like table. It's like Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, you're going table by table, and this person okay. just like goes up and t- or like at the table before everyone's finished eating, they are on their thirds, and yes. like there's not going to be enough food before everyone's finished serving themselves, <laughs> like that kind of thing, which was like beaten out of me. I feel like by the age of like six, like I I do remember like try like being at some kind of buffet situation, might have been like a swim banquet or something, and like finishing eating earlier and like being like, oh, can I get more? And people around me be like, no, you have to wait, you have to no, you have to wait until everyone's like gone, through. and I'm like, all right. And you know, never question yeah. it again. Like you have to wait until the lot. Well, I would, I would go. What I would do in those situations, I would just be like, okay, there's the end of the line. Like, there's been enough time that everybody who wanted to get in line could have gotten in line, right. and so now I will go to the end of the line. Yeah, but like, I will get in line again. You know what I mean? No, buffet is slightly different etiquette, I guess, but like, it's the same vibe. Yeah. It's like you either have you either you either feel entitled to that or you don't. <laughs> and that's just yeah. Like- um, I just a few things that I just want to highlight, like before they even go into the house, Michael is like reassuring Stella that she can always tell him when something makes her uncomfortable. Um, he's like, you don't like have to just like muscle through it with me. Like, I will support you. He also decides to not tell her that he knows about her autism, which is kind of set up to be this like co- something that's going to be like a conflict, like a revelation that happens. And she's going to be like, how could you not tell me? Um, but it's like doesn't really operate that way. Um, it is does kind of end to con- like lead to conflict because Stella's like, oh, he's just been with me this whole time because he's been pitying me. But like, it's not like a how could you keep this from me that you knew. And then she also like whenever they go in, like he's like has her, like his arm around her, and she turns to him like he's her safe space. Oh yeah, it's just very cute. Yeah, because he is. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael's also shook this whole time because Stella's like talking with his family and she's like, oh my God, like she's treating them all like they each matter and like they're all, they're each like special individuals. And like, I, what? Like Michael once again sees Stella treating people like, like human beings and he's like, what is this magic? Like, what is, <laughs> I don't understand. And then Michael's like revealing how much he Googled Stella before and like bragging about her a little bit because Quan and him like Googled and like stalked her a little bit. And he's like bragging about her and he's like, oh yeah, like Stella's like super smart. She got her PhD. She's like, her, her mom's like, oh, are you a doctor? And Michael's like, oh, she is. And Stella's like, no, I'm not. And he's like, yeah, you are. You have a PhD. And he's like, she went to like the University of Chicago, which is like the best economic school, which is true. Okay. Very good, very competitive program. However, he's like, oh, she graduated magna cum laude, which is not a thing generally for PhD programs. Okay. It's just not a thing, like the Latin honors. However, I was willing to give them you know, a slide. Maybe he, she also went there for undergrad or something. And he's talking about that. Then I looked it up. The University of Chicago didn't even start giving its undergraduates Latin honors until 2015, which again, if we're doing this math, Stella got, you know, it's been more than three years since Stella graduated undergrad, right? It's been more than three years since she got her PhD. She was not getting any kind of Latin honors. And that's meaningless outside of the, like the school sets the definition. It's not like every school, you know, for example, three, five and up is magna cum laude. No, it's like dependent on the school's definition. It's yeah, yeah, but again, if you don't have a PhD, that's not something that you would even think to Google, you know? Like, I wouldn't even think to look that up. I would just assume that PhDs also did fucking grade systems. Why? What do you mean? Because 
it's a it's school. It's college. I would assume that it works the same way as every other school. But it's not system in the United States. No. I just feel like you have a pe- like you can't No. You can't be like no, that's not a that's not something that people like that's something people should know <laughs> because you have a PhD. You can no longer you can no longer participate in the discussion about what the average layperson knows about PhDs, Rachel. You you're not allowed to. The average person, I never could because I never thought you had to pay for it, which apparently the average person probably thinks. Anyway, anyway, that's Rachel's apparently now bi-weekly rant about the University of Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, okay. So they have like, they have a nice dinner. Yeah. And they go home. Wait, no, wait. There are two things that happen before they get home. And there they exit. They go into the car and they start making out in the car. And then Jeannie like knocks on the window like and cock totally cock blocks them and is like, oh, your headlights are headlights are keeping grandma awake. So you guys need to leave. <laughs> Great. Um, and then and then Stella falls asleep on the way home. And Michael carries her. Michael, I think, does he take her to her house? Yeah. So the, yeah, Michael wait, takes her to have- her house and carries her in. We skipped over the conversation where he's like, she's like, well, what do people in relationships do? And he's like, they live together. I'm like, not after like three dates, but okay. Michael's already in love with her. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, Michael's like, ah, and- shit. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, all right, well, I'll just have to move in with you. So yeah, they go to her place and he's like looking at all of her like – yeah, she falls asleep and then she wakes back up, right? No, 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 no. He, she wakes up. He fa- She falls asleep in the car and he carries her in and like puts her to bed. And it's very cute. She does not wake up. He's already been in her house before. Oh, yeah. True, true. But this is the first time he's been in, like, her bedroom and stuff. So in the morning, like, (laughs) Stella wakes up. She's immediately stressed because she hasn't brushed her teeth. And I was like, I, too, again, I feel this stress. (laughs) And Michael, like, he's like, oh, I really want to eat you out. And Stella's like, oh, well, now that I know it's something that he wants, it wouldn't just be, like, me being selfish. I – She's like, I want to be yeah. the best at it. I'm very competitive. I want to be – I was just like, LOL, Stella yeah. wanting to be the best at, like, receiving oral sex. Yeah. She's like, I want to please him more than any of his other clients. And once again, Miles or Michael is like, oh, my God. Like, she cares about my pleasure. She cares about my experience. Like, what – she's treating me with respect? What is this? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. The two brain cells are, like, scrambling <laughs> around being like, what is going on? It's like that SpongeBob episode where, like, we threw everything out. What fine dining and breathe. Like, Michael threw everything out. But, like, loving his family and, like, I don't know, like, fucking. He, like, threw out the self-respect car. <laughs> Yeah. Just like doesn't understand. This poor, <laughs> this poor man. And then she's like, oh, well, because of – she's like, oh, well, now that I have this like performance anxiety about being the best at like getting eaten out, I like, you know, I'm less like into it. And so he has to like – And he's like so turned on by her like pussy that she's like, oh, my God, like he loves it so much. Like even though I'm nervous, like I have to let him do it. She also like is constantly – she like gets wet really quickly even if she doesn't like necessarily come very quickly. Like she's very like quick to get aroused. Yeah. And Michael compares her to a Lamborghini because he's like you're zero to 60 in 2.7 yeah. seconds. And then he's like, don't buy me one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Tells she's like, like, oh, she's, like, you like she's like, do you like Lamborghinis? <laughs> He's like, uh, do not buy me a Lamborghini. His current car is a BMW bought by bought for him by the his like stalker client. 
Yeah. Stella doesn't know that yet. She like she knows she she suspects like a former client bought it for him. She doesn't know it's like the shitty yeah. stalker woman we've already met. I thought that it was cute when he was like um teaching her like I guess not anatomically correct, but like she was like, It's your pussy. It's not he's like in Vietnamese, like people are very modest too, and they call it like your little bird. My aunt calls it her your sweet potato. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, But it's your pussy. And she's like, Oh my God. And he's like, Your pussy. She's like, really and she's just, like quaking. And then he's like eating her out. And like as he's doing it, he's like, Clearly you hate this. And then he keeps going and yeah. like she gets more turned on. He's like, Yeah, you hate this so much. And she's like, yeah. Oh my God. Very um, hot. Yeah. So then they finally have sex and it's great. They do doggy style because Sestella's only ever done missionary and she's like, that's too intimate for me. Like, I don't like the eye contact. I don't like that we're like face to face like that. So they do doggy style. And she's like, wow, this is like so much better. And then afterwards, <laughs> Michael's like getting dressed and he kind of does like a reverse striptease for her. He's like, oh, I can tell she's watching. So like, you know, it does take <laughs> a lot of muscles to get dressed. And like, might I be going a lot more slowly? And then he's like looking through her closet and he's like, Stella, do you have any like casual clothing or is it all work clothes? Because she wears exclusively pencil shirts and like Oxford shirts. pencil skirts yeah. and Oxford shirts. With like special and seams pumps. that are made French seams. <laughs> I had to look up what that was. Um, but it's when like the inside yeah. of the seam is also like folded on itself so it's not exposed. And she's like, I restrained I know, myself I watch from Project Runway. <laughs> nice. She's like, I restrained myself from reciting fabric types and qualities like an encyclopedia. But she's like, I don't like anything itchy or, scr- itchy or scratchy. Denim wool angora. And like, how does I'm and then he's like, Oh, well, we gotta go shopping. Like, cause like, do I have the clothing for you? And just like, God, athleisure is such a gift. Like, I don't know how. I just like love it. It's been I'm like revolutionizing. Yeah. Like, I just can't believe I don't know. Yeah, why in a world where we could wear anything, I just can't imagine that work clothes how could work clothes be like the most comfortable for anyone? I don't understand. Well, she likes but. she also likes things that are very fitted. She is like a like right. so, tight and no, very tailored. But she can't but, wear athleisure to work. So she hasn't – she just – she's like, there's no point. She's like, I spent all my time at work. I'm not going to like – Here's the thing. I'm just going to invest in this, which I get. No, tight work clothes are like not stretchy. So they're not like fitted. They're just like too tight and constraining. Like it's, that's worse almost. I mean are that – but she gets like, like specially tailored. You know what I mean? It's like, not going to be like, a stretchy fabric. That's the problem. Yeah, but I don't – like I don't – it's different. He's like, we got to go shopping. And so surprise, surprise, she loves yoga pants. What? Yeah, she discovers yoga pants. And she's like, oh, my God, this is a revolution. She's like, I'm getting one in every color. But she's also like after the after after sex, Stella's like, I have to remember that this is just practice. And then we switch to like Michael's head. And he's like, I don't know what that was, but it was not practice. Like, (laughs) that was really emotional. (laughs) So they both have two brain cells and none of the four are communicating with each other. (laughs) Mm -mm. So (laughs) later. So, okay. So so basically Michael like has moved in with her at this point. And Stella decides to seduce him. Yeah. Because she's like, I want him to stay with me after the month is over. Yeah. Yeah. I want to keep him. So is this one they go to his place to get his clothes? So he lets her see his place. And she's like looking around. This is when she's like, oh, I need to leave my scent everywhere. No, no, no. I know. I know it's after that, but it's like the scene. No, no, no. They don't go to his place yet. Oh. No. There's something she discovers. The the kiss quotient. 
the love hypothesis. She this is when she starts doing it. So she's at work. She goes to work. It's like a Saturday or whatever. And she discovers like a trend in her data that she discovers that married men don't buy underwear for themselves, like on the whole. And she discovers they that they like, like start. Before. Yeah. Yeah. They stop like doing it. And like there's like a correlation between like nice dates and like nice, like traditionally romantic gifts and like not buying underwear. And she's like, what is this? Like, could I possibly quantify love? And I was like, well, or no, okay, she doesn't. So- Figured, yeah, she doesn't figure it no, out. No, not yet. But like, I'm, like, well, I'm like, first of all, let's let's be specific here. This is quantifying a very specific type of heterosexual love. Let's not yeah. let's not make generalizations about everything. Um, but so she's really excited about this. And then um Philip James it also happens to be like walking by. Like he she's like, Oh, I have to pick something up. No, this is this is when she breaks her rubber band. So she's like taking her hair out and her rubber band breaks. So she's forced to wear her hair down for the first time ever. And this is like the classic like ugly, ugly girl becomes hot by like taking her hair down. She does keep her glasses on though at least. Yeah. But- <laughs> Everyone's like shook. She also – because she sends Michael a picture and she mm-hmm. he's like unbuttoning your top down, two buttons. Yeah. So – but yeah, PJ starts hitting on her as she's going to meet Michael and she's just like not interested. But I'm like why? Like Philip James is such a contradiction. Like I don't understand. Like he's both a dick but like also seems genuinely interested in her. Like it's weird. Like I don't weird. understand him. I know. Was he also like? I don't think he is. No, I think he's just a fuckboy. He's a Lamborghini. Understand. He's an enigma. He, he does, does have a Lamborghini, and Stella's like, mm, I don't like Lamborghinis that much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes and meets up with Michael, and they get dinner. And then he's like, she's thinking. Sorry, at the time she's she's like, how is she supposed to seduce him when he seduced her so well? <laughs> I know it's when he dazzled me. Yeah, and, he, and he's like, "Oh, my place is nearby. We can just swing by and get my stuff." And and then she's like, "I wish she told me how nearby, so I wouldn't have like bought, had to try to find a parking spot because it's literally like next door to the restaurant." And then like they're going in, and he's like, he tried to see the space through her eyes, like which is such a like I don't know universal experience of like bringing someone. Yeah, to, like, he's like your... subconscious. He's like, it's not messy, but like it's small. He also has um. He has a punching bag hung up in flagrant violation of his rental agreement. <laughs> and I just like, do I wish I had the confidence to like flagrantly disregard my rental agreement? The number of things like I wish I like would have had the confidence to hang up, but I was just like so afraid of like getting charged thousands of dollars for like accidentally leaving a hole in the wall. Like, man, I wish yeah. I could flagrantly violate my rental agreement. <laughs> if any uh, landlords are listening to this, uh, no, you didn't. You, you didn't hear that. <laughs> And then Stella's like, can I kiss you? And this is once again, he's like, you don't have to ask. She was the only one who ever did. Maybe that's why he was so crazy about her. (laughs) And we get the kiss was a savage thing of teeth and tugs. Um, Where are the lips? I know. Helen. Yeah, no lips. Um, And then she's like, she admits, she's like, I'm getting obsessed with you. That's my nature. I have. And then she doesn't get it out because they're like making out. They exchange martial arts DVDs. She's like looking at his DVD collection. He's like, oh, you can borrow it. And she's like, really? <laughs> she's like, oh, my God, really? And so she has this like – it's like a 100-episode seri- like martial arts like <laughs> TV show series. And she's like very excited about it. Um, she also gets very sad that Michael doesn't get to do what he loves all day, that like he has to just like work at the dry cleaners and he doesn't get to design she's clothes. like, I can't imagine. Like, yeah. She's like, I love what I do. And like why can't Michael also do what he loves to do? Um, and this is also when she invites Michael to be her date to her mother's benefit dinner in a month because her mother is a fancy rich lady who hosts benefit dinners. And Stella's like, oh, my mom's just going to set me up with someone. So like you might as well come. 
wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she curls up like right before they have sex. She curls up in his bed and he's like so turned on by just like seeing her snuggle. She like makes a little nest in his sheets <laughs> and it's just, she's like, oh my God, yeah. like this is the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen. And then, but he's also like constantly thinking about how like all the things that they do, she's only doing because like she wants to learn it for somebody else like he doesn't think that he she like actually wants to do it with him i'm like you poor michael baby like she's trying to seduce you and like you just don't have the self-confidence to appreciate it like michael he also sniffs her fucking panties he sniffs we have panty sniffing we have panty (laughs) sniffing and dirty talk and then he realizes that he doesn't have a condom <laughs> and he's like, what kind of escort am I? Like, some a failure. It's so embarrassing. So he has to like run out to the car. And Stella's like, <laughs> she's like, oh, like the pun- I like the honey badger. I'm like a naturally like, <laughs> I don't like, I'm not a lazy person. I like to be like on the hunt <laughs> or something. <laughs> she's like, I must snoop. So she's like walking around, like rubbing her scent everywhere and like snooping. And <laughs> she's metaphorically <laughs> peeing on all of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> And so she finds like his bills and first of all, she finds out what his real name is. And I don't – she was like, oh, he doesn't trust me enough to tell me his real name. It's Michael Larson. But did he – he just like never mentioned his last name, right? It's not like he ever like actively No, I think he gave her like a fake last name. Oh, okay. I didn't remember that. Like or something. But the reason that he doesn't tell – he didn't tell her is not because he doesn't trust her but because he doesn't want her to know about his Mm -hmm. dad because like I guess he's Googleable. But I was like, Larson is a pretty common last name. extremely common. And like you don't know his dad's first name. So like why is there any reason why he – you would come up like your – whatever. And she also finds his mom's medical bills. And she's immediately – she's like – oh my god, his mom has cancer. Like maybe I should have gone to medical school so I could cure cancer. Oh my god, yeah. It's like, how can I help him? Well, also because in the beginning, like way back when, he told her that his mom is always trying to set him up and has tried to set him up with like every single doctor and nurse in the, you know, Palo Alto, whatever, like medical center. And that's why she's like, oh, maybe that's, I think that's where the, how the doctor theme starts because she's like, that's what his mom wants him to marry. So, like, if I were a doctor, it would make him more likely to want to like be with me. Yeah. Yeah. So she figures out that he's like been paying the bills basically. She realizes that that's why he's escorting. Because initially she was like, maybe he has like a drug addiction or a gambling addiction. And like, that's why he has to escort, even though he has a job. And then she like realized she's like, oh my God, like he's doing it for his mom. Like, mm-hmm. and then she just like feels guilt. Like she feels like a little bit guilty, but also like wants to go to medical school real quick and cur- cure cancer. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So they have sex and then. They... She admits she admits that she's obsessed with him. And she's like, I'm obsessed with you. I like you better than calculus. <laughs> Which is a big deal because Stella loves math. Michael Michael does have a thought where he's like he's like oh my god I've I've fallen in love with her like we we warning signals go off bad bad he doesn't say it out loud but yeah they go over her house they have like a montage basically of like they've been living together and she comes home early one day right yeah and she's and playing she's like so and yeah and he's like what song is that I feel like I've heard it before I'm like dude. everyone in the English speaking world knows this song <laughs> why why is it always Claire to always Claire to I don't understand is there was there some sort of like romance novelist convention where like oh, Helen no. Wong was there Stephanie Meyer was there I don't know the the writers of fucking Ocean's Eleven were there and they were like we got to use Claire to Lune and everything that's got to be our know. go-to piece and like <laughs> She's like, oh, Claire de Lune is like too romantic or something. Or later on, she says that. Like, but like, and I'm like, Claire de Lune is like sad. Like, I don't understand. Like, I guess it's, is it supposed to be romantic? I guess, but like, 
No, she says it's like too mournful or yeah. something. No, she says it's too romantic for sure. And I would say it's mournful. He's like, oh, it's too mournful. And then they, they play fucking heart and soul. Yeah. <laughs> they play like, heart and soul. Oh, how'd you learn how to how'd you figure out how to play it like by yourself, not as a duet? I figured that out too. Um, <laughs> I did not. I have never I cannot do that. Yeah, so they play it. It's cute. This is when they actually have the the grapefruit scene. I think we skipped ahead of that. This is when they go back to dinner. And they then eat grapefruits like, on multiple occasions. He's he constantly like pinches her chin, which is a weird way to phrase it, but I get the visual. Like it's more like I don't know. How, wait, it's this. Just like tilting her this? chin up. It's like the who did you know this to I mean? you? Are you lost, baby girl? Like that's yeah. what it is. I prefer who did this to you. Are you lost, yeah. baby girl? Is just he's really close to you, but he's yeah. not touching you. you I know yeah. So this is when so Michael's sister Janie needs a internship, but because her mom got sick her first year at Stanford. Which honestly, like, I feel like your GPA doesn't matter if you go to Stanford, but whatever. She's like, she her GPA kind of tanked her first year because she was busy with family stuff. Well, I would say it does if you are trying to compete for jobs in the in Silicon Valley. Maybe like everybody's gone to Stanford. You know what I mean? Like, I just yeah. feel like there's like a, a high concentration of internship people people competing for internships that have all gone to super prestigious schools in Silicon Valley. But she's studying economics, which is why she's asking Stella. Jeannie call or Janie call is it Jeannie or Janie I feel like the audiobook pronunciation pronunciation changed like halfway through because originally it was definitely Jeannie because like I wrote down a pronunciation guide because I wanted to remember but then towards the end that she was saying it Janie Jeannie Janie is like she calls Stella sister two in Vietnamese because like all the siblings are called like by birth order so like Michael is brother two because they don't they don't start with one they start with two so he's the oldest brother and he's like you get Michael's number and it's like it's just like a cute little like yeah it was cute but like is she displacing the other sister because she I, I could have sworn she like mentioned maybe it's probably a different word but she definitely like says another sister is already sister two yeah anyway She's sister too because she's Michael's. And it's just like, it's like a Letterman jacket thing, but like with Vietnamese birth order names. It's great. Um, she also tries shrimp sauce, which apparently, which everybody else besides like Jeannie Janie doesn't like. Or yeah, like one of his sisters. The two youngest it. sisters like won't try it. And Michael's also like, ah, oh, it's disgusting. And Stella tries it. She's like, this is fucking delicious. And she's she like, you know, get officially is back in like Michael's family's good graces. Like she's like ingratiated herself for real in the family. So the next day Stella's at work and she's talking to Philip about like the intern thing. And he's like, oh, my cousin would be perfect. And she's like, oh, well, like I actually already have a candidate in mind, but like okay, tell your cousin so we don't ha- we can't have nepotism. And I'm just like, as if like two nepotistic candidates like competing <laughs> is like so much better. Like what? You're not exactly like opening up the floor here. Like why don't – just give it to fucking Janie. I-, I really didn't understand why they were bending over backwards to make like – to have it be like, oh, well, Janie like impressed everyone. She she really won it like as if it wasn't between like Stella's boyfriend's sister and Philip's cousin. <laughs> like all right. Just, just admit to it. It's fine. All right. Like whatever. Well, well, she wasn't Stella's boyfriend's sister at the time. Yeah, the but don't interview. try to. I just don't understand. Like, don't try to make it be like I don't know. Yeah, good old PJ asked her out on a date. What was that? What were you even playing with? <laughs> Stefan's bubble popper. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
You're a menace. You're a menace. Okay. So PJ asked her to be his date to the charity benefit. He's like, I've had a crush on you this whole time. And she's like, like, why didn't you ask me out this whole time that we've been working together? And he's like, you intimidate the hell out of me. And I was trying to seem more worldly. I was like, all right. So like negging level 1000. It's the fucking fuck fuck boy playbook. Like 101. And Stella just gives people in general just like way too much of the benefit of the doubt. She's like, maybe like he was just like nervous or whatever but it's because she she's like i get misinterpreted all the time Mm -hmm. so like i try to like be very generous with people because like i that's how i want people to do me and then we have another instance of my emoji use pj kisses her without her consent and he's like, I'm the one you're going to fall in love with, even though you're currently you just told me you're going on a date with your fucking boyfriend, like a lunch date. You're going to fall in love with me. Oh, God. He's like, you just have to get used to me, Stella. I know. It's he's just yeah. literally fucking assaults her. Like she very clear. Oh, my God. And then she like runs. She feels like so violated after the kiss. She like goes to the dry cleaning store and she like runs into the bathroom and just like flushes out her mouth with water for like five seconds for like five minutes. And Michael is like, what happened? And she like tells him. And Michael, another example, Michael is ready to kick ass. Do you have the quote? <laughs> you just washed your mouth out for a whole minute. Now I'm going to wash his out with blood. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? For the number of like, and later on, Stella has like a little like daydream fantasy where she like <laughs> imagines like Michael and PJ fighting. Dueling, and yeah. like the number of times that we get these fantasies and it doesn't actually happen. Like I really, I wanted Michael to just fully beat up mm-hmm. Philip James. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. you know, he has to stay out of jail. So that doesn't happen. Yeah, but people only go to jail when it's convenient in books. You know what I mean? Like, they go to jail when they shouldn't. They don't go to jail when they definitely should. I guess it's kind of like the real world, but like. Yeah. (laughs) But Michael Michael is like, why did it feel so wrong when he kissed you? And Stella's like, because he wasn't you. Mm. (sighs) And then he's like, this is probably like their hottest sex scene, I would say. He's like, they needed to erase every last trace of that piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) um need to mark her as his and then but i'm thinking this whole time i'm like your mom is in the next room and like this is like a fucking strip mall like the the walls are thin i know it (laughs) and then in front of his mom um he rips her underwear though yeah and he's like i'll get you she's like oh no he's like "I'll, i'll buy you some new ones like i don't mind and he's like this seems like a very like nonsense whatever he's like though in most couples women buy all the underwear and she's like why and he's like i think it's because they do a lot of shopping and they like to take care of the people they love it's like um yeah there definitely is some just in this book in general there's some Mm -hmm. very much like gender essentialism which just like every other part of the book is just so lovely that like i don't mind it but it it definitely is like like it's it's interesting because again you have the duality of michael and like this like whole subversion of masculinity and gen- generals and like all of that and like the fact that Stella is like the the rich one and Stella's the breadwinner and like totally flips like so many common romance tropes but in the same way it's also still like very keeping with a lot of things like that like the whole underwear thing i was like is that true I don't know. If Pa ever asked me to start buying his underwear, I'd be like, right. buy your own fucking underwear. I know. Like, no. And if it, is, it doesn't come <laughs> off to me as like a romantic, like, I do this because I care about you. It comes off as like, 
this man has found the woman who's going to be his new mother figure and has just like completely wholesale pawned off all his like domestic work onto her immediately. I mean, I guess it's like easier for men to buy underwear because I guess like when men buy underwear, they just buy like a like a five pack of boxers. Uh, you know what I mean? Like what I sort of do, like, frankly, I know, but like I don't know. For like my underwear is a lot more. At least it used to be. Like I used to like you know go to Victoria's Secret and like pick out each thing, but yeah, now I just kind of go to. Well, I still do that. I go to Target and I just like go through like the bin of underwear and I like I pick it out. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I was like, uh, I don't know about this underwear thing, but it's like cute and like mathy. So like, uh, you know, I forgive it. Um, but Stella has a brain blast. She's like, oh, my God, this is th- this has been the key all the long all along. It's like it's love. Like it's relations. Like this is what I need to like account for in my econometrics thing. And then Michael has made her a dress. He's made her a dress. Oh, yeah. Um, It's perfect. Obviously, it's for the benefit dinner. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then they have a little thing where, like, um, where he's like, you're older than me. Like, I've always had a thing for older women. I mean, she's, like, two years older than him. But yeah. it's, like, still. And it, again, it's another thing. It's, like, flipping flipping the, like, classic romance tropes, you know? Like, so it's just such, it's very interesting, like, how this book, like, walks that that line. And, yeah, so then Stella is, like, well, I love Michael. So I'm going to buy him underwear. <laughs> she buys him underwear and she like hides it in his drawer and she's like, he'll find it and he'll know that I love him. She hides it in her drawer. She hasn't given it to him yet. Oh, yeah, his drawer at her place. Yeah. 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 And um, yeah, she doesn't give it to him. She just hides it in the drawer. Stella's also thinking about how like Michael loves her. Or I forget. Okay. One of them is thinking about how Michael loves her like for her autistic traits instead of like in spite of them. Like he loves how she gets like hyper fixated on work and like mm-hmm. he loves like all her quirks and it's not just like he's tolerating them. Like that's like those are why he loves them. He loves her. And it's just so cute. So they go to the benefit dinner and Stella's like she's like oh make sure I don't get like carried away and take over the conversation like to Michael. And she's like my mom likes to surround me with new people like her mom just like sucks more and more like force me to like talk to people i'm glad michael's here so they get that to the table and it's michael's it's stella's mom stella's dad philip james pj all chatting it up pj and philip james i mean pj and michael have like a dick measuring contest where they like squeeze each other's hands really tight and like <laughs> michael's like i'm literally michael's like why is this guy like squeezing my hand so much and then he realizes that it's that it's because he's the guy that kissed Stella. And then he's like that clip in the office where like Michael is like speaking behind his hand to like Toby and it's like, I'll kill you. Like I'll kill you. Like that's Michael and Philip the entire dinner. Like (laughs) Michael's like, I could kill you. Like, don't forget this. Michael's like, he wasn't supposed to be this good looking. He was supposed to be like a total like nerd. Supposed to be named like Dwayne or something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So they're chatting and Michael, Michael's dad, I mean, Stella's dad is like a total dick. And he's like, oh, Michael, like, what do you do? Like, I forget how it starts. He's just like, he's being classist and like snobby and like making Michael feel bad. Right. He's like, oh, you're in fashion. Like, so do you work at one of the fashion houses? And Michael's like, no, not really. I'm not really doing anything right now because he's not about to like get into his mom's cancer with like these people who are looking down at him. And then, so then Stella and like everyone else are talking about like econometric stuff. And Michael's like, I'm going to go get some air outside. No, no, no. I'm sorry. The, no, the, um, oh, fuck. Yeah. Philip James's mom shows up. Oh, my God. Guess who Philip James's mom is, but none other than Michael's crazy stalker ex client. (laughs) And it just 
chaos. The rest of the scene is she's constantly making innuendos, except she does not even innuendos. She's full out like, yeah, Michael and I slept together. Immediately outs herself and she's like, oh, like, I I guess would you have met my parents too for the right price? Like, I mean, I guess like own it if you're going to hire an escort. I just like can't. It just seems so like. Yeah, she's just like wildly rude and michael yeah michael like dips philip james is having an existential crisis as he should at like no less than he deserves (laughs) yeah stella michael and stella go outside and they get in a fight because like michael's like totally retreating into his insecurities and he tells her all about his dad being a con but he's like also he's like the worst part is like i still love my dad and like i still miss my dad i really expected the dot the dad to come back at some point but he just doesn't that is just being a dick elsewhere yeah and he never it's never resolved in the rest of the trilogy either like it doesn't have to be i think the whole point is like he's succeeding like in spite of that yeah i guess so it's just such a like maybe it's not that niche maybe this kind of con artist shit like happens every day and i'm just not aware of it but like she's like such an outlandish i don't know how to describe it it just seems like such a detailed thing to not ever see the character Maybe that's just me. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know whether the whole like internationally like makes the news level con artist man is like a thing, but I feel like the whole like man fucks over his wife financially and like then dips is is a story that I have heard frequently enough that like it's not something that I question. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, so Stella's like obviously super understanding, but Michael's like, you know what? I forget what the exact like freeze, freezing or like fake log- logic is, but he's like, yeah, I'm sorry. He's like, like you're you fine. Like you've succeeded. Like you've graduated from the practice. Like you should go be with someone who like is good enough for you. And he reveals that he know he's known she was autistic the whole time. And like Stella now thinks that he's breaking up with her because – of that and like this was all like a pity thing and like he never actually liked her and she just like he implies that it's like it was just sex yeah she's like let's leave and he's like okay where do you want to do it in the car or at your place and she's like what and he's like it's just sex stella like it's nothing more it's like the classic like we're not we're never friends like dick yeah he's not he's not really a dick about it but like but this is more like him like his like insecurities being like i'm not worth anything more than just being like someone that gets paid to fuck people right and we learned that oh what we didn't say before is that his dad in addition to all of his like illegal shit was also just kind of a total dick because he was always pressuring michael to do something like STEMI, like becoming like an engineer or something and michael applied to a bunch of engineering schools and got in but turned them down to go to the fashion institute and as a result his dad was like all right well i'm not paying for your college and you have to pay for yourself and i'm cutting you off which like what like I feel like Michael's mom deserves a little at least a bit like at, at least a lot of the flack for this too because why did she allow that, that to happen and like she has her own business and her own income like why is she allowing her like teenage son to be cut off? Why does this keep thing? happening in these contemporaries? Dads forcing their sons to pay for college when they don't have to, and mom's going along with it. Like, yeah. Well, I think the whole point like I think I think we're sort of led to believe like. Even though Michael's mom is like, you know, she's like very strong, she's independent, like she recognizes how much of a dick her dad is. It very, it is very much like sort of a cycle of abuse where like, cause she's like, you know, she knew he was cheating the whole time and like she knew all these bad things, but she kept taking him back. And so it's very much, you know, it's like, it's, it's a bad dynamic for her as well. And I'm sure there's also the element of like, I, I don't know whether Michael's mom is an immigrant, but like her mom definitely is. And so it's sort of like, you know, Michael's dad has because her his mom is an immigrant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His, I think his mom is an immigrant. His grandma definitely is, but I'm not sure 
like I think his mom is as well. And so like there's probably also that element of like, oh, my position is not as secure as yours is. And so like, do I really want to take me and like our six children? You know, it's like a hard position for Michael's mom to be in. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I'm sure she has like citizenship by this point, but. Sure, sure. But I'm just saying like in general, she doesn't have as, as many roots in the United States. Like she doesn't have as much of a support system necessarily as. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not trying to judge. Yeah. Um, but basically there, there's that whole dynamic too. And Michael, like his dad, it seems kind of out of character for this kind of dad. Again, like going along with the theme of this book. But his dad was like never encouraging like sports or anything physical except for like martial arts for some reason. But Michael's like, yeah, like – and it, when when he didn't go to engineering school, his dad was like, oh, well, you're nothing but a pretty face or something like that. And that's why Michael was like, yeah. oh, well, like it'll be a huge fuck you to him like going to escorting because I really <laughs> will be just making money off my like quote unquote pretty face. So Michael leaves and then Stella's like, I want to leave. But like Michael said that like – he wants to go and like get his stuff from my place. So like I can't go back there because like I should give him space. Um, so she goes back and sits at the table and she's like, oh, Michael and I just broke up. And the rest of the table just immediately starts fucking trashing him. And Stella is like, all of you can shut the fuck up. Like you guys are big dicks. She like calls out her dad oh. for being classic. She's like, his mom has fucking cancer. And his her dad's like, why wouldn't he say anything? And then I think her mom is like, why the fuck would he say anything when you were being such a dick? Like, why would he tell you that? And I was like, what? Stella's mom. Yeah, it's a like, total reversal. The mom's wow. like, mom's like <laughs> to the dad, she's like, you don't realize, like, you just want someone who can take care of her financially, but like, you don't realize she doesn't need that. She can take care of herself financially. Yeah, he wanted someone that he could like show off as a son-in-law. I think because like because PJ and him are like golf partners. You know what I mean? He wanted like that kind of like son-in-law. Yeah. Um, but don't worry, friends. The mom is not that redeemed because Stella goes outside to like take a breather, and the mom is like. She comforts her, but then she's immediately like, don't worry, you'll find a new guy. <laughs> so I was like, all right, we're back on this train. Great. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I've always wanted an artist for you, like someone who could take care of you, which is, I thought was cute. I don't know. It was just like a little moment. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's immediately like – and Stella's like – she finally is like, you know, voices some boundaries. And she's like, mom, I, I want like a break from all of this. Like can we just like lay off the whole like matchmaking? And the mom's like, okay. So – Stella goes home. Oh, this is when she's like, I can't play Claire de Lune because it's too romantic. <laughs> like, I'm too Wait, sad. wait, not yet. Not yet. We get a scene. That, so Michael's packing. And as he's packing his stuff, he finds the underwear. I have this. She's like, um, he's like, he felt permanently pair bonded like a goddamn swan. <laughs> Only his, his swan yeah. hadn't bonded back. <laughs> he's a swan. She's a honey badger. <laughs> I feel like – I was about to say I feel like honey badgers eat swans, but I also feel like swans could definitely hold their own no. against any oh. animal. Yes. Especially like, swans, even a honey badger. 100%. Like they would yeah. – what it would be is the honey badger and the swan would meet. The honey badger would be like, oh, a large treat. And then the swan would just kick its ass and then they would like – part with a mutual like level of respect and then like meet up every once in a while at the local pond. Yeah. It would be like, like a coyote um... – is it the honey badger and the it's, coyotes that hunt together? No, it's, it's kind a of badger. regular badger. I don't know. Yeah. Whether it's a, are there other freak. kinds of badgers? Yeah, a yeah, regular badger, I think. Yeah. Yeah. In that they video, They actually yeah. hunt together, yeah. Well, no, it's not just a video. It's like a, an established thing. Yeah, honey badgers and the coyotes. But yeah, swans are swans are menaces, in case you weren't aware. Yeah, they swans are people fucking so menaces. Often. 
Yeah. So, and then Michael also returns the check for $50,000. And Stella wakes up, she finds the check, and she's pissed. And then she reverses her morning routine. She showers from the bottom up. She flosses so hard that her gums bleed, which honestly is a great feeling. Not to like recommend this to anyone because I don't think it's good for you, but the exquisite pain of flossing at just the right angle. Hmm. <laughs> are you going to tell them it's apparent that's like a thing that like people can get like, I don't know if it's to? a thing all I found was like reddit thread I found like one reddit thread of this person being like my eight-year-old daughter I think she has a problem we have to hide the plot <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah. guys watch out don't don't make yourself bleed <laughs> when you floss. Um, and then she also, she's like, I'm going to reinvent myself. And she puts on a dress. And this is a dress that she wore earlier. And she was like, I have to wear a cart. She was like talking to Michael. She was like, I can't wear a bra with this dress because like, mm-hmm. like, because it like has a back or, so, or it doesn't, it's like backless or something. But yeah. like, I also can't, my nipple, like I can't not wear a bra because like you can see my nips. And Michael was like, oh, that's really fucking hot. So like she throws on the nipple dress and she doesn't wear the cardigan because she's like, I'm a new and improved Stella. <laughs> yeah. And then she plays the piano so hard that she breaks a string. Oh my God. Or no, she, well, that's what I thought was she, she was like, I heard a weird clacking. So I stopped, but like I it wasn't clear. Or she was like, it needs to be tuned. Yeah, you're right. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so then so then now we go to michael she's being she's sad playing the piano sad boy playing the piano michael is sad boy at the dry cleaners and he like starts design he like takes out his design notebook and starts designing again but he just like just draws pictures of stella <laughs> and he's just this little <laughs> sad boy and he keeps like picking up his phone and and like checking for like he's like she said she would stalk and call me but she's not doing it like why not (laughs) yeah my god and then he gets super sad and rips up all of his designs and all of his sketches he's like i'm worth nothing i'm just gonna be a sewer and then his mom pops up later that day and is like michael you are being a fucking dumbass why did you break up with her you're obviously upset with her you obsessed with her like you have been a grouchy little angry swan this entire week and you bt dubs you dipping on stella is making you seem an awful lot like your dad because you're not fighting for her and michael's like you think i'm like my dad and his mom is like bro Go get your girl and also stop working at this fucking shop because you don't like it here. And we have 10 million cousins that I can hire. Right. Well, that's another thing that kind of like like rubbed me the wrong way with the mom is that this is the first time we've seen it on screen, but like on page. But Michael like has referenced it that she's like constantly talking shit about the dad. And I get that the dad like she needs to vent. I get the dad like deserves the shit. But I just feel like I don't know. Like when it's your you're not supposed to like talk badly about your kids' parents, right? In general, I mean, I, this could be like a special case, but especially and maybe she doesn't realize, but especially when the kid is like internalizing everything as like a direct criticism of him, and it's basically seeing like any reflection of his dad as a reflection of him. I don't know. I, the mom, it's uh, the mom no. is like not. I think the mom just doesn't realize that's the thing because I think she also she I think her interpretation is that she thinks Michael also just like really dislikes the dad like she doesn't really realize that Michael has these like complicated feelings like she thinks because I think Michael outwardly has just been like fuck my dad like fuck everything he like because I think when he came swooping in he had to like put on this hard shell exterior I'm not excusing the mom I'm just saying like I think her interpretation is like we can vent together yeah, but that's like kind of the root. I think the root reason 
that people say don't talk shit about your kid's other parent, it's not the, – the very root reason is not – It's part of it is like because you don't want to like alienate them, like right? It's like not yeah. – parental alienation is a thing. But it's also because like that's half of your kid, right? Like like it just inherently like, – if, if they're genetically related, like that's half of your kid. And so like there's always going to be – it's almost inherent that the kid is going to see yeah. any reflection of the parent as a reflection on them. So it's like it's not – it's something that should be like kind of a, a given. It's not just like no. Michael I mean, it's definitely like- fog. It's like it, like yeah. It's interesting. Helen Huang like does like she writes. I think really complex yeah. parent-child relationships. Like there's like good and bad in both parents. Mostly bad in Stella's parents, but like you know some good. <laughs> yeah. So and and then so. Michael's also like, oh well, her fan, her dad was mean to me, and the mom's like, well, of course he was. And Michael's like. He, he she was like of course he was he doesn't think you're good enough for her and michael's like what you don't think i'm good enough either and he's she's like no like any dad's gonna think that like you need to like your dad's parents didn't even like me like at first i had to win them over and i'm like they just kind of seem like dicks which checks out well that's what michael's like he's like wow this kind of makes me see grandma and grandpa in a different light yeah <laughs> and then like oh god how did it how does this come up like about them like basically the mom's like every mother-in-law wants a daughter-in-law who can get down to business i want to hold babies again like L- like lol like, <laughs> she's like i like that you guys fuck all the time it's oh great God. <laughs> the mom is like so into she's like it's she's so like yes sex positivity like fuck all the time but like just for her own ends yes exactly of course naturally so he takes yeah he takes his mom oh they're having this conversation i'm pretty sure in the car as he's driving to her to the hospital for her like regular checkup and so he drives her to the hospital and like at the hospital the receptionist is just randomly like you've won a scholarship that's going to cover all of your funds and michael very reasonably is immediately like this is a scam is this some sort of scam and you know it's not it just turns out that somebody created like a scholarship for like the hospital foundation and it's a secret donor i wonder who it could be Ah. Mm -hmm. but anyway michael's like oh my god like this is amazing like i don't have to escort now all of our financial bills but he like specifically doesn't tell his mom because like (laughs) i've been telling her she just has really good health insurance this entire time so i'm just not it's like i'm not gonna tell her that we like qualified for this like need-based scholarship (laughs) i know like he manages to still somehow like worm his way out of it I don't know, which I really was expecting it all to come like crashing down, but no. Um, so meanwhile, Stella is still trying to like basically she's like she went through all of her attributes about herself that she associated with her disorder, and she's like going to try to do the exact opposite. And then she's like, "Well, I can do undo my routine. I can like quit my job, even though I love it." But she's like, "How do I not obsess over Michael? Like, how do you like something a reasonable amount? Like, and I'm like, yeah, like I just like same okay. girl. I don't, yeah. I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> she's like maybe i can become a doctor even though i would hate it most doctors probably don't like their work they just focus on the end result <laughs> I'm like all right stella like, <laughs> <laughs> but then janie michael's sister comes in for her interview and janie's like stella like i need you and michael to get back together <laughs> and stella's like you broke up with me like what do you want me to do and Janie's like oh man like well if you won't take him back like there's no reason for me to be here and like goes to leave and stella's like well wait why don't you interview and Janie's like, well, it would be nepotism. And I'm like, all right, Janie, just like you got to take what you can get at this point, girl. Like, come on. Yeah. Um, but also like it's weird because it kind of implies that the only reason Janie came in at all slash was asking for an interview. Like why? Like 
The only reason she came at all was to get them back together. But why would she have asked for the interview to begin with? If she no, she like- goes in for the interview. But uh, no, I think it's the opposite. I think she's like, well, I'm not gonna like. There's no point in me being here. You're not gonna want to hire your ex boyfriend's sister. Yeah. Well, no, because she's like, it's it would be nepotism. That was her I main thing. Either way, yeah. Either and then way, tell us like, like, oh, six people have to interview you. Like, don't worry, it's not nepotism. Yeah, like, only candidate. <laughs> like, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um. And Jeannie's like, all right, well, you and Michael are being dumb, but like, whatever. We'll talk about how much I love economics. And Stella like gets a little teary eyed. Yeah. She's listening to JD talk about how much she loves economics. And then she has this empowering moment. She's like, I can't believe I was gonna. Wait, what's the exact? She's like. I can't believe I was, I was about to give up my life's calling for a man. Like, I'm not fucking doing this. And then she, like, you know, decides not to quit, like, deletes her resignation yeah. letter. God, Stella. So then Janie gets the job, and she goes home and tells Ooh. everyone about it. Woo! And Michael's like, holy shit, like, Stella hired you? Like, wow. She and doesn't then, Yeah. Or, like, she's not t- at least taking it out on my little sister. Yeah. So he's realizing he's like, Janie got a job. Like, my mom is like – ready to like do more stuff at the store like she's in remission she's like i mean she's not in remission but she's like managing her cancer and like he's like everybody is moving on except for me and like i don't even have any reason to restrict myself like i was before because like the medical bills are solved and like we're financially solvent again and he's like wow my cage is just mental now this is mm-hmm. a brain blast the two like little brain cells are like sitting at their cafe table being like we can leave <laughs> like oh my god the door has been open this entire time holy shit so michael oh i also love just like this whole time everybody assumes that stella was the one who dumped michael uh, yeah. he's like there's no way like you'd be stupid enough to dump her like she's flawless and i just really love that michael has also been <laughs> He's been sleeping poorly um, because he was used to sleeping with like he got used to sleeping with Stella. But then he's also he keeps <laughs> he keeps having wet dreams and like coming oh all over God. the sheets. And he's like, I have to go home and do my laundry oh, again because I keep getting my sheets dirty. Oh my gosh. Like, do you need to like put down one of those like baby changing table um, pads like on your bed? <laughs> I mean, honestly, those you are like a great safety device no matter what. Yeah. We had those for like way too long. (laughs) Oh my God. They were so horrible. Crinkly. Anyway. Yeah. So Michael goes to Quan's family's restaurant, like where Quan's working. Mm -hmm. And he's like, hello, friend. Would you like to go in? He's like, do you want to go work in my mom's shop so you can replace me? Because like I'm going to quit. And Quan is like, Mm -hmm. oh my God. First of all, no. But like we have (laughs) 10 million. Again, we have 10 million cousins one of them is a single mom who's been one of them is like, like yeah like <laughs> one of them is always looking for work like, i don't understand he's like you could have asked for help this entire time and michael is just like the surprised pikachu face he's like <laughs> what um i could have asked for help like holy shit <laughs> whatever and then michael's like i'm gonna take up fashion designing again do you want to go into business with me because kwan is getting his mba and kwan is Uh like hell yeah man i thought you'd never ask so then meanwhile stella is at work when philip asks her out and she's like she asks philip out oh yeah she's like oh do you want to go to dinner because she promised her parents she'd consider him yeah but she also she warns pj in the same like moment like they go out to dinner and they're literally on a date. And she's like, she's like, yeah, we hired the new intern. 
and it's like my ex-boyfriend's sister yeah. and he's like oh her she's hot and like he has to she has to warn pj off no. the intern like, she graduated- while on a date with him she graduated college three years ago or she graduated no, high school. school. High school three yes, years ago. She's still in college. She's yeah. a college student. She's a junior. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, PJ is boring. And Stella <laughs> is just daydreaming about Michael and PJ dueling like the entire date. She's just like imagining like Michael beating PJ up. And <laughs> it's just it's just this really bloodthirsty daydream. <laughs> And she's like smiling while she's thinking yeah. about it. And PJ like thinks she's smiling about like his like golf monologue or whatever. And she's like, no, like it's just Michael breaking your arm. <laughs> she's like, he wouldn't even have to win. I would patch him up afterward. <laughs> but he totally could win. We just have to fight. Like, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. Because, um, He's like, oh, because she's like, oh, have you ever done martial arts? And Philip's like, oh, I took a fencing class in college once, but I didn't like it. And she's like, oh, Michael could totally kick your ass then. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't see the point of that, like in today's day and age. And yeah, she's, she's like, like ah, okay, about to show check. you point. <laughs> she's yeah. like, uh, let me just call Michael up real quick. I just want to see this. And don't worry, friends. We get a little bit, little taste of that directly after. So they leave. Stay tuned after this commercial break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beep, 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 beep. Breaking news. Philip tries to kiss Stella and who sees them on their date right across the street? But Michael and he just goes absolutely feral. Like he yeah. is wild. He just he's rabid. He comes rabid like the honey badger. The, the, the swan inside him is set free. And so he <laughs> flies across the street and like any self-respecting swan would do. He punches Philip James in the face. Right in the eye. I know. Right in the he, eye. He's just lucky there's no like leg around or he would have been like drowned for sure. Right. Dead. Like Michael yeah. just would have been holding his head under the water, like honk, 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 honk. Stay away from my girlfriend. <laughs> God. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So Stella is not like immediately ready to take Michael back though. Cause she's still like, I was just a pity case. Like, get away from me. I'm going home now. She's like, both of you are fucking stupid. I don't like you, Philip James. Like, fuck you, Philip James. Fuck you, Michael. I'm leaving. I'm a strong, independent woman. there starts Michael's stalking slash groveling arc. Um, Because he's like, oh, He decides to fight for her. Because he finally – he's like, oh, my God. She did love me. He's like, oh, my God. She has to get over me? That means she fell for me in the first place. I'm like, here's the two brain cells are like doing the tango. I don't fucking yeah. know what they're doing. Like, I don't, whatever. They've taken like Adderall and they're suddenly like, oh my God, we can think clearly. So his first plan is to get her flowers and he, he sends it to her wait, office. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. For, but first, he's because she's walking home and even after she like rejects him, he still follows her at a distance to make sure she gets home. <laughs> It's like a um, classic Winterborn, like classic Blackstone Dragon, and fucking marrying Winterborn. We got our third example of man oh follows. God. Yeah, marrying Winterborn when yeah. like Doctor Garrett Gibson is like, it's we didn't need his help. Like, it's not a thank you if you don't need him. If you don't need him to do it. Whatever. But yeah, now he's he's given her flowers. He gives her a karate bear. 
like a stuffed like a teddy bear in a karate uniform and she's like i'm too old for stuffed animals but also she's like i love him and i cannot leave him alone in the office because then he will be lonely yeah and she like hides it on the way up before that she has the flowers in her office and pj comes storming in and he's like she's like what are you doing she like blocks them with her body and he's like i'm throwing those out and she's like what and he's like we're dating you shouldn't be getting flowers from another guy and she's like bitch we were we're not dating and you literally assaulted me for the second time yesterday like get out of here and the secretary who delivered the flowers is also she intervenes yeah and she's like oh let's go down to like the break room um to ice your eye yeah because he has a black eye as you're walking away (laughs) he like gropes her ass but she's like into it and stella's like oh good i don't have to feel guilty about him anymore i'm like why why are we giving him this like it seems like a consolation prize for like a total dick like i don't get it like this woman is like now the new like i don't i don't know fire philip like fire philip 2022 like i don't yeah. understand how does this man still have a job i mean i understand how he still has a job because that's how the fucking world works but like yeah this is romance landia i should be able to have philip getting fired as part of my hea <laughs> yeah seriously i know What's, i know it's like oh. yeah but anyway so she she smuggles the stuffed animal out of the building <laughs> she's like i'm too old for she's this, like so. i can't i can't leave it in the office alone like he'll be sad he'll be oh. scared <laughs> Yeah, it gets dark. The lighting is low in here, um, oh as we previously referenced. So, so the wooing continues until she goes outside. No, no, she leaves with the karate bear. And guess who is waiting outside her office? And once again, friends, please allow me to emphasize: don't do that. Don't don't wait outside people's places of work. Don't don't do that. Anyway, they confess their mutual love she's like are you wearing the underwear i got you (laughs) yeah he unzips his pants and he unzips his pants and he's like hell yeah i am (laughs) and then she's like well he definitely loves me because math says so because like the kiss quotient says so (laughs) and then he takes her to his car and he sold his fancy car that he got from the stalker x client and he like just bought it like a toyota corolla to get started money for his new venture with his cousin kwan and then he finds out that she's the secret donor (laughs) To the Stella's a secret donor, everyone. She donated her $15 million trust fund. Michael's like, wow. And then he's like, you know, that was actually, he's like, thanks for giving me the choice to like pick you instead of like having to pick you out of financial necessity. This is, let it be known, all you wealthy people, this is what you should be doing with your money. Wait, I I like that she does it. It's not just for him. She like does a whole trust and like helps a lot of different families. Right. Like when the nurse is telling Michael, she's like, yeah, I've been telling a lot of families this morning about like, about this thing like it's been great yeah so stella doesn't just help michael's mom she helps a lot of people and then michael in the car the last thing he's like i'm just letting you know i'm asking you to marry me in three months and stella's like <laughs> why are you telling me this what and he's like because you you need some time to get used to the idea so i'm just telling you in advance <laughs> which is kind of like i don't know it's almost like in the beginning when the mom's like just so you know we're ready for grandchildren like i know you like warning but it's like less obnoxious i don't know like it's not it's like cute because yeah i don't know it's cute yeah, yeah. then they hold hands palm to palm her hand squeezed his back two lonely halves found comfort at last that was sweet and then the epilogue it's very cute yeah we have epilogue michael has started his business he's getting funding he's also followed through on the proposal um and stella gets offered a promotion and she accepts it this time and she also got a bonus and she's like i'm gonna buy you a car 
And Michael's like, fine, but it has to match yours. And I want it in black. <laughs> she has a Tesla. Yeah. yeah. So they have matching cars. Oh, cutie pies. Cutie, cutie pies. And then the next book, they have a beautiful beach wedding. And Michael designs her wedding dress. And it's just lovely. Oh, also in this epilogue, she's like wearing head to toe Michael Larson. Like, oh, yeah. Which honestly, like a it's dream. A designer name. To have yeah. a partner who like just makes all my clothes like custom yeah. made for me. Like that sounds for wonderful. Sure. You don't, you don't even have to like think about it like they like already will know yeah. like what to make it look like too god big paw energy for sure hmm. if you say so i listen it's paw is my creation i'm allowed to say whatever i want i want to define <laughs> him however i want what everyone's a paw no mm-hmm. no for example anthony bridgerton is not a paw Oh, no, no. He, he Anthony Bridgerton's not paw. The irony is that like he would call himself a paw, but he's like the opposite. He's not paw. He Whatever tries to be a paw. Is. He's not paw. Yeah, not paw. Yeah. Why does that sound no. like um? Does that remind me of not Hoth? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. All right, Catskill. Catskill. All right. So we've got. We're starting at. We're starting at um. I guess three. Just flagging. Okay. Because we get. We have a one for courtesy liking the book, and we have two plus two for autism for cats. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, we already established that they're a honey badger and swan. Right. And I think so, like, honey neither of them cat are cats. Like. Oh, yeah, it hisses. Are, honey badgers definitely hiss. They definitely they hiss. Definitely are like, I was going to say they, they hunt with coyotes, which are solidly dogs, so they should be a cat. But I could also see them being kind of dog-like. They're kind of like hyenas. They're like midway between. Yeah. But honey badgers are their own category. I, like I don't know things, whether we can put them. Yeah. Other things about her are cat-like, though. But, well, we already – that's like – The feel autism. Like yeah, the that's autism. true. But I'm trying to think, like – but it's so hard to set, like – when Michael's, Michael's a dog. definitely not a dog. Like, I mean, de- Michael is definitely a dog. He's definitely not yeah. a cat. What kind of dog? Golden Retriever. Yeah. Unfortunately. Golden Retriever complimentary. Unfortunately. Not Golden right. Retriever derogatory. Right. Yeah. Complimentary. I feel like none of the other characters, like, I mean, the other characters are fleshed out, but I just feel like none of them is like. The, the mom. Michael's I didn't get mom. to know any of them enough in order what to. What would make you say the animal. moms are? Michael's mom and Stella's mom. I would say the same stella's mom is like a bird i disagree she's I like a stella's, stella's kind of a bird in a, a way a little bit but she's a honey badger michael's the, the swan <laughs> you've read this book let us know what kind of animal do you think well we Michael's have to, mom to make is. our cat scale judgment i know i'm just i'm putting it out there i, I would like to know what the listeners think also the grapefruit thing don't forget about that um <laughs> <laughs> anyway, three, I'm ready. Two, two one, five. Wow. Well, because I'm adding like three. our biggest gap yet. So I know I'm going it, up from three. You would have given it a two. Wait. No, I would have given you it said a three. Five. Yeah. So you would have given it a two. You no, said we started at three. Yes. So you gave it a five. So three plus two is five. Yeah, but everything starts at a one. What? You said it started at three. All of the books get a courtesy one. Oh, well. So then you would have given it a one. Or, no, sorry. I would have given it a three. I'm telling you right now I would have given it a three. Okay, well then you should give it a six on our scale. I'm giving it a five because I can't factor in because because of the plus two autism, I feel like the most cast stuff was Stella. Autism. Oh, maybe you said plus two, yeah. 
because I was thinking five. Yeah. Your math is still not mathing them. <laughs> All right. All right. Five and seven, so six. So, Allison, where can they find us? Well, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok at We Read It One Night or on Twitter at We Read It Podcast. You can also email us, We Read It One Night at gmail.com. Please feel free to send pictures of you with a grapefruit, either making a happy face or a sad face to tell us whether <laughs> grapefruit tastes good to you or not. Also, let us know what kind of dog you think Stella or Michael's mom is. If she's a dog at all. She might not be a dog. What kind of animal? Yeah. Do- oh, so oh, guess what? We're on YouTube now. Very exciting. So if that's your like listening platform of choice, go check us out. Also, as per usual, we're still on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere. If you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or literally anywhere that will let you rate and review, hit us a rate and review. Five stars is preferred. <laughs> your review can literally just be like meow or like Godspeed. We've gotten some of those. Thank you very much you for that. You can also put like the angry face or the like big cute eyes face if you would like to like reflect mm-hmm. that you're leaving a review in response to this episode. Just Any of those. a little inside joke. We can have like a little, mm-hmm. you know. A little dialogue. A I hate the French language. I thought it was a toto for the the British say tete-a-tete. No, but the British purposely – the British also say valet. Yeah, I know. Instead of valet. They they purposely mispronounce French words because, you know, of the Hundred Years' War. It reminds me of the time I had to read a poem out loud in English class and the word toilette was in it, like a lady's (laughs) toilette. And I said it like that. And the whole class, including the teacher, laughed (laughs) out loud at me. And then – I was like mid like the next day the teacher was like, Oh, here's Google like pronouncing it. Like Rachel was right. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, at least she like vindicated you. Is it the same teacher as the um hundred years of solitude debacle? Oh my gosh. You had a lot of trauma in that class. Listen, it's better. It's better than the time I was fucking I was in playwriting class and we had to read each other's like plays out loud, like each class, and we would read the scenes that we had written. And this guy Use the word. I was reading the the directions, like the stage directions, and this guy had included a character carrying a machete. I know the word machete, but I read this word and I was like, match it. <laughs> like I just did it. I was like, match it, and I even no, but I even fucking looked up, made eye contact with the writer, and was like, match it, like to confirm <laughs> that I was saying it correctly. <laughs> And this bitch did not, did not correct me. And then like five hours later, I sit up in bed at like 11 p.m. I sit up in bed and I go, machete! (laughs) And I woke up my roommate. (laughs) I was so mad. I was like, oh my God, it's fucking machete. And none of them correct. I asked to be corrected. And none of these assholes corrected me. <sighs> so mad. Anyway, don't do that. If someone makes it clear they want to be have their pronunciation corrected, just correct them, please, please. Don't don't make them wake up in a cold sweat seven hours later. That's also something you would leave in your. Actually, don't leave machete in your review because I feel like that could be interpreted as, as like a threat, and you may get like filtered out by the algorithm. <laughs> you know. I don't want I don't want you guys to put on some sort of like watch list, so don't put machete. <laughs> how much damage? How much damage? I feel like a machete, machete could really do, do a lot. Of Close damage. range, but like, how many people have the time? Never mind. All right, good. <laughs> Godspeed, Godspeed. <laughs>